Hello everybody, my name is Tyler, and welcome back to another uh, episode of Personalities, uh, 16 question, uh, sixteen personality quiz, and if you learned in the last video, I am trying to work through as many questions as I can with the allotted time. I The goal is to learn more about each other, but mostly about me. As I, I'm really gassy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> But I'm uh, taking my time with these questions to the best of my abilities to give you a thorough answer. And I hope you guys uh, get a chance to learn more about me so we have can have deeper conversations and uh, hang out more, right? <laughs> so the first question is, you prefer to completely finish one project before starting another? I say, I would say yes to a degree just because... I we only have 24 hours in the day right so we have roughly eight hours to sleep roughly eight hours to work and during the other eight hours in our lives we spent we would spend it driving we would spend it eating or being with people the majority of the majority of the other eight hours in our life is just finding things to do we we find we find a way to connect with people we find a way to do things so if you're busy working if you're if you're just if you make yourself really busy just doing one project I feel like it really just depends on on people so for me I find I find it convenient for myself to work on one project at a time but also if what I'm doing has a compounding effect to another goal then I'll definitely do that Case in point, I work, I've been, for the past couple weeks, I've been working very hard at doing a minimum of 20 hours, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes of just weight lifting and the f project goal in the end of just uh, incorporating fitness in my life is to become healthier, look better, feel strong. I want to be strong. I want to feel healthy enough to walk without a cane. I want to be strong enough to lift a box or lift things without injuring my back. I want situations to where I can feel comfortable with my body. And a big project is my abs. So a compounding effect is if you if when you start your workout with a movement, you're, you adapt to get better at that first thing that you do. So I want to make sure when I dedicate my 20 minutes... I start with abs and then I'll do other things, but in between that I'll do abs every other like circuit, every other activity. So out of twenty minutes, uh when I start my twenty minutes, I'll do a movement, break, another movement, break, and I and I can go I can either go back to abs as the next movement, as the odd number movement, or do squats and just kinda go from there. But essentially it's the same way to where to finish I can. I would love to finish multiple tasks at once, but I have to be realistic about my time. So, to divvy up things like I can do this while also doing that, find the balance of finish of uh, working a project while finishing a side mission at the same time, is definitely a thing that I have to exercise. So yes, I kind of would prefer one project at a time before starting another. But then that's not how it works. We're in we we live in a society to where the the number one project, the number one job we're always working on, is making enough money 
to pay for rent, pay for utilities. And then the side missions will just include uh, getting proper foods, buying buying the foods, making the foods. Uh, delegating, ta delegating your other eight hours is very important. So that's what we have to do nowadays. It's just a matter of like, you you need to figure out what tasks you can do within the umbrella of your main task to make multitasking very achievable. Very sentimental. Let's let's first review what sentimental means because I I sometimes can't remember it myself. Uh, sentimental is promoting uh, of or promoted by feeling of tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. Uh, I, I am very sentimental. There was a whole sit, there was a whole phase in my life to where I was having like a treasure chest. So when I grew up, one of the fun, one, one of the best, uh, pirate films I thought about at the time was Treasure Planet. And like the concepts of pirates kind of dawned on to me when I was little to where, well, definitely there was there was a conversation of pirates versus zombies, pirates versus ninjas, but also the whole concept of pirate of a tro treasure trove is a collection of valuables to the one creating the treasure chest. So when I was younger, I would have like a a drawer of memorabilia of things and events of my best and worst achieve of my best achievements and my fondest memories, and I look around. And sometimes even the, even YouTube videos, I'm very sentimental about my YouTube channel because that is a digital documentation of my life. Until that channel is taken down, it has a library and a documentation of my favorite games, of my thoughts and my feelings, of what I felt to record and memorabiliate through film. I'm very sentimental because there is like case in point. If I can look in, I look up. I look in front of my room right now, and in that corner, there is a helmet from my first time doing snowboarding. I plan to use that snowboarding helmet the next time we do snowboard and at the end of the year or beginning beginning of the year. But that helmet, I'm very sentimental of because I have fond memories of learning and just being terrible at the act of just of uh, snowboarding I was working very hard in that one day just to learn how to snowboard and when we got on to the beginner hill I was so bad at the beginner hill that I walked my way back down because I didn't want to risk injury and then the next day I would ice my ankles to feel better but besides the point I love the memories from that day I love the memories of Kingdom Hearts because it there was a time to where I learned about the franchise because I found the Game Boy Advance cartridge of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories in the bottom of a, of a dive tank. I was able to swim down and grab it and then uh, I was able to play it. So I was very sentimental of that. I don't think I remember where that is, but I would keep if I did, then I kept it. I'm very sentimental with products and with items because it is a memory when you look at an item you are very very nostalgic about the emotions and the about what you've been through during that experience of having it so yes i would be very 
sentimental. We like using organizing tools like schedules and lists. I don't, I mean, I do and I don't. Like, I do enjoy lists because it definitely puts your thoughts into phys thoughts on the paper. It is like a physical manifestation of like what you're doing. I don't use schedules and lists as much anymore because it's a routine now. It's become a routine for me to wear. I remember I, I know that I on paper I normally work a nine to five thirty job and I could work an hour before and hour after to make it a ten hour shift in theory. At the same time, I know that I've come to a situation to where I don't get the chance to use those tools as much anymore because of my environment. Um, I work in a very memorable schedule and routine to where things happen a certain way I know in the middle of the week I'm going to do my laundry I know if I need to go shopping I know to make a list or I know to buy things that are at in the front of my head because we've talked about it very often so and like I do I do have a way of organizing my table as well um, I don't have a tool for it but that's definitely a situation where you look at it and you think, hmm, am I happy with this? Is this feng shui? So, yay, no, it really depends. It really depends. But I do like listing and editing a list of like my lists. So, I do like using it to a degree. Even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. I strongly agree. Just because, case in point, you go to school. <laughs> We live in society to where we learn a certain amount of knowledge and and the half-life of those knowledges really depends on your field of, of expertise, your field of mastery. My half-life of language is very low because I never, for as much as I loved to try and learn French, I don't remember much of it. I can barely say and remember the words that I learned in French because I we learned French to take class we learned in school to take tests there hasn't been a time where we practically had to practice with it other than we were obligated to so if I lived in Vietnam long enough I maybe could retain an ounce of like language of sentence structure but but because my mom never really put me to school I only learned how to interpret what they're saying in Vietnamese and then say and then respond in English that's not how I should have learned Vietnamese and like that retention like I doubt my abilities in Vietnamese because I never had the opportunity to practice it because it was a very I'm very sensitive to Vietnamese because again I had a I had an unhealthy relationship with my mom so the, the fact that she mostly spoke in Vietnamese and had a toxic relationship with that did not help me. I do feel like uh, I there's I, there's a lot of pride with doubting with it. So like if you're very knowledgeable in a game or if, if you're very knowledgeable in a subject and you're questioned by someone who knows more than you. You may feel belittled, and I feel belittled sometimes. It's just the environment I used to live in. 
I definitely don't feel, I don't feel like, oh, let me see if I can, can I adjust that? I would adjust that to agree, but not, I, I, I put it down the middle. There's like a somewhat agree, and then there's an agree. I would agree to that. There's also a situation where, I, as much as I make a mistake and cause doubt in my ability, there is an inkling of, I need to accept that this thing happened, and it's a learning experience. I need to experience this learning situation otherwise I'm not going to grow so I have to really just get out of my head for those situations there was a time when I worked with LabCorp and we live I'm sorry yeah I mean everybody knows I already said it before but I work, I work at my job and there's a productivity basis uh, judging being judged by that is very tough on your mental health so definitely being in a situation where you have to take yourself out of that is a hard skill so I do empathize with people who feel strongly attached to certain judgments. You feel uncomfortable just by walking up to someone you find interesting and striking a conversation. I agree. And it really just depends. And when I say it depends, it really just depends. Like if I talk with a guy, if I come up to him like, yo, it's easy to compliment a guy because it's, it's drib. I would wear the things that you would wear. But then to strike conversation with the opposite sex is really hard to say because society understands a certain sense and structure that may sound flirty to another girl. And I love that we are changing in society to where uh, if I compliment you about your dress, I'm just complimenting you for the sake of complimenting, not to get in your pants. I constantly struggle because with my tone of voice and the way I deliver messages it really depends I can sound ten I can sound sentimental or I can sound very harsh and or like stone stone-faced and so sometimes there was a situation I said before that I talked that I approached uh I struck a struck conversation with my co-worker about a thing at work and my tone of voice made them cry because they felt like I was upset with them. And there was no, but I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm just very concerned of how they learned this thing. But then there's another situation where at work, there was another lady that would say, oh, I'm sorry. Are you angry with me? I'm not angry. I'm just trying to work. And I don't like the feeling that she assumed that I was angry with her when I had nothing to be angry with her about. I'm I'm not going to be angry with her because she's asking me something work-related because I would have, we would have taken care of it regardless of whether or not it happened or not because she was trying to give us, she was trying to give us her processed specimens and she didn't know where to put it so she so she was asking me um i i have this specimen i don't know where to put it and i and i was trying to say it's it's okay just put in the cooler put it over there and she's like oh i'm sorry are you upset with me and then that upsets me because that sentence is an assumption that i'm upset i'm not upset with you because you asked a reasonable question, and I'm telling you where you can put the specimen. There's nothing to be angry about in that sentence. And so, 
there's a situation in society to where some people are soft because certain tones can't be accepted, I guess. And so I, I don't know. I don't know how to talk to people at work. I don't I don't know. I'm I live in a society to where I sound the way that I, I sound like I'm talking down onto people and I wish I didn't. And so that makes me very uncomfortable talking with people because sometimes um, I may s- I can sound very angry, but if you don't get out of your head and you don't look at the context of the conversation, you don't see that I'm just talking about where you can put it. And you're, I'm not just trying to be angry because I'm upset. I know how to put away my my emotions from other things. I do my best to not let my social life affect my work life. However, if you're going to be stupid, just don't be stupid, stupid. Because contextually, in that conversation, I'm talking about work. You talk, you spoke with me about something that's regarding to work. It's not helping me. If you, if you tell me, I'm sorry, are you upset with me? No, I can't be upset with you when you did nothing to begin with. You didn't do anything to be warranted upsetness about. If, you, if I came up to you after you ran over my dog, I would be upset. If my phone was broken from you, your recklessness, I would be upset. But I'm just very straightforward with causations. How one, I, 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 I understand that I'm, I come in and I have a bad mood. There's a correlation between me coming in and my tone of voice. My tone of voice... And your question about us about work is not a causality. It, I get I get nervous. I get nervous. I feel so. I oh, I strongly disagree. I disagree with. <laughs> For some reason, I put agree with. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone? I don't. I don't feel comfortable because of I'm very scar. I, I the word is trauma. I'm traumatized by people. Because of the way re- they react to me. And I don't mean for that to happen that way. It's a gift. My parents. For as much calm as they do. Uh, Asian parents are the worst. Because they sound very upset. Almost all the time. I try not to do that. I'm doing my best to not sound angry. All the time. Just respect that. I'm coming into the conversation blind. And just don't dump, don't jump to assumptions. About how I'm feeling. That's it. Can you be? Can people be decent to express that? You are not too interested in discussing various interpretations of analysis and analysis of creative works. I disagree. I really like the conversations that comes from analysis and ethics, philosophy, conversations that inspire interpretation. I love to have conversations about it because I, I, I'm i self-aware that my viewpoints don't actually match with the rest of the world. So to hear other people's opinions about art, about concepts or the ship of Theseus or the, metaphys- the metaphysics of identity, I would love conversations about that. I would like conversations about quantum mechanics and how timelines don't fucking 
work. Where attack, where it makes sense to travel back in time or travel forward in time to the same point in time if you have the relative tachyons to that timeline because time is like a bouncy ball to where it won't bounce on a specific spot twice and if it does uh, bounce on the specific spot in a specific way again that's a zeta byte of that's a zeta a zeta byte of a chance it's infinitesimally small and infinitesimally uh, smaller than it's like there's an there is there's an infinitesimal amount of zeros in front of the point zero 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 one but it's not actually zero so there's a chance that it can hit in the same spot twice but that's that's an egregious amount so <laughs> these conversations these like big brain conversations I like having uh but let me know down in the comments about your uh, your thoughts on these questions. Let me know what do you think about uh, discussing variations or various interpretations of creative works. Tell me what you think about how you organize yourselves. Let me know and let's talk about it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, please make sure you subscribe and smash the uh, like button. Make sure you follow me on socials. And in the meantime... Thanks so much for watching, and as always, my name is Tyler, I'm your friend, and I'll see you next time. Bye!